This is Macro Horizons Morning Musings. I'm Ian Lingen, here to bring you our thoughts from the trading desk for Tuesday, July 7th. Welcome to BMO COVID-19 Insights. Visit bmocm.com COVID-19 for more up-to-the-minute insights. The views expressed here are those of the participants and not those of BMO Capital Markets, its affiliates, or subsidiaries. As the market quickly slips into mid-July and range-bound and down continues to characterize the U.S. rates complex, our expectations for anything paradigm-shifting are limited. While the nuances of the COVID-19 pandemic will remain a focus and continue providing tradable headlines, the wide error bands around the potential economic outcomes ensure we are unlikely to retest the March 9th lows in 10-year yields of 31.3 basis points or breach the 1.273% peak, which followed eight short trading days later. With tins at 67 basis points this morning, such a move to the extremes is difficult to envision in this environment, and while we expect the sideways shuffle to continue for months, eventually greater clarity on the economic path forward will emerge and a new norm be established, with presumably upward pressure on rates developing. Needless to say, this isn't today's trade. Instead, the near-term focus will remain on the COVID-19 stats, with a momentary emphasis on supply. Since the onset of the pandemic, it has been challenging for investors to parse through the details and the implications from the spread of the novel coronavirus, a dynamic which does not appear to be improving with time and patience. Sure, the scrolling headlines regarding the positive results versus the prior week offer some context, least of sorts, but the translation to economic activity and the implications for valuation remains guesswork at best. Hence, the ongoing divergence between risk assets, namely stocks, and global rates. An astute colleague highlighted a transition in the COVID-19 news coverage over the last several weeks, namely an emphasis on the outright case count over the mortality stats and how those compared to prior outbreaks. It's an interesting observation insofar as it speaks to the narrative that stocks have moved on from the pandemic while bonds remain beholden to the realities of monetary policy. Further to the point, the peak of the pandemic uncertainty has most likely passed. Protective protocols are in place. Improved resource allocation plans for hospitals have been implemented. Social distancing has become emblematic of the novel norm and protective masks are high fashion. This doesn't imply the pandemic has been canceled. Instead, the series of preventative measures to flatten the curve have proven successful. Enforcing them, however, is an entirely different issue. However, having a generally successful playbook in hand for slowing the spread of the coronavirus puts local governments in a better position than mid-March. It also enforces the initial dilemma shutting down to stop the contagion or remaining open to save the economy. Circling back to the earlier observation, this choice has been further complicated by the downward pressure on mortality as the outright case count continues to grow outside of the most vulnerable parts of the population. This is in no small part a function 
of not only the improved testing and treatment of COVID-19 that has come with the progress through the pandemic, but also a growing share of the population that has already been exposed and thus is less at risk than they might have been in March and April. This doesn't lessen the human toll of the pandemic second wave, but is food for thought as the market assesses the trajectory of reopening, rollbacks, and re-lockdowns. This overarching issue remains one of uncertainty in terms of the ultimate infection rate, the pace of infections, and the permanent changes in consumption patterns which result. These unknowns will linger in the market for the foreseeable future and, as such, we suspect only serve to further reinforce the ongoing divergence in asset class performance which has resulted in one of the most criticized stock market rallies in memory. This isn't a reason to fade the bid for equities, however. We remain on board with the grinding bid and suspect if the risk of renewed lockdowns and delayed reopenings is insufficient to derail the rally, it will remain a defining characteristic of 2020. And with that, this is Ian Lingen signing off. Be safe, tune in, and stop out. Thanks for listening to Macro Horizons. Please visit us at bmocm.com backslash macrohorizons. We'd love to hear what you thought of today's episode. So please email me directly with any feedback at ian.lingen at bmo.com. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. For more insights, visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19. This podcast has been prepared with the assistance of employees of Bank of Montreal, BMO Nesbitt Burns, Inc., and BMO Capital Markets Corporation. Together, BMO. Notwithstanding the foregoing, this podcast should not be construed as an offer or the solicitation of an offer to sell or to buy or subscribe for any particular product or services, including, without limitation, any commodities, securities, or other financial instruments. We are not soliciting any specific action based on this podcast. It is for the general information of our clients. It does not constitute a recommendation or a suggestion that any investment or strategy referenced herein may be suitable for you. It does not take into account the particular investment objectives, financial conditions, or needs of individual clients. Nothing in this podcast constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a representation that any investment or strategy is suitable or appropriate to your unique circumstances or otherwise constitutes an opinion or a recommendation to you. BMO is not providing advice regarding the value or advisability of trading in commodity interests, including futures contracts and commodity options or any other activity, which would cause BMO or any of its affiliates to be considered a commodity trading advisor under the U.S. Commodity Exchange Act. BMO is not undertaking to act as a swap advisor to you or in your best interests, and you, to the extent applicable, will rely solely on advice from your qualified independent representative in making hedging or trading decisions. This podcast is not to be relied upon in substitution for the exercise of independent judgment. You should conduct your own independent analysis of the matters referred to herein, together with your qualified independent representative, if applicable. BMO assumes no responsibility for verification of the information in this podcast. No representation or warranty is made as to the accuracy or completeness of such information, and BMO accepts no liability whatsoever for any loss arising from any use of or reliance on this podcast. BMO assumes no obligation to correct or update this podcast. This podcast does not contain all information that may be required to evaluate any transaction or matter, and information may be available to BMO and or its affiliates that is not reflected herein. BMO and its affiliates may have positions, long or short, and affect transactions or make markets, insecurities mentioned herein, or provide advice or loans to, or participate in the underwriting or restructuring of the obligations of, issuers and companies mentioned herein. Moreover, BMO's trading desks may have acted on the basis of the information in this podcast. For full legal disclosure, please visit bmocm.com legal.
To access our full disclosures for equity research reports, please visit researchglobalzero.bmocapitalmarkets.com slash public dash disclosure slash.